Isaac, uh, Jacob, is telling his, his people. He said to, in verse, verse 1, verse 2 rather, So Jacob said to his household, to put away all their foreign gods. And we need to do that in a Christian church today. We really do. And I don't care a lot of the people out there and even maybe here that don't like the message. I'm sorry, I didn't say it. I repeated it from what God says in his word. So we need to straighten up. We need to clean up our act. I've been trying to clean up my act. I mean, you know, so I'm a pastor. I'm still a sinner. I'm not worthy to be in this pulpit except by grace and mercy. I'm a sinner. But you've got to kind of, you, you, what can I say? You don't brag about your sin. After you're delivered, you can give testimony of how God delivered you from your sin. And that's the beauty of it. Listen, we're not going to conquer this whole chapter tonight. I don't even know if we will go into it next week. But uh, let's see, we'll, we'll pull out a few other things. Jacob, we see in verse 16 through 20, you know, he loses Rachel. She dies in childbirth. Um, she was in hard labor, according to verse 16. And uh, when they got to Bethlehem, she died. She was buried in Bethlehem. And that's where that fulfills the prophecy that's going to come. The children are going to be slaughtered by, by Herod, you know, and Rachel's going to be weeping for her ch children in uh, Bethlehem of Ephrath. Ephrath. Yeah, so we can see that. That's setting up for future prophecies to be fulfilled. And notice one more thing. Rachel is not buried in the cave of Machpelah that Abraham bought. It's going to be Leah. And Leah is in the line to Messiah because Jacob is the son of, of uh, Jacob, uh, Israel and uh, um, Leah. So we're going to see that. So she's buried in Bethlehem, but she's an important person. As we get further into Genesis, we're going to see the sons of Rachel, Joseph and Benjamin are going to fly out light, bright and clear, especially Joseph, as you, as you well know. And Joseph is really a typology, a type of Christ. We're going to see beautiful things like that in, in the scriptures as we move on. Uh, they were married probably 30 to 40 years by now. Okay. Um, and by the way, you notice that... Um, Rachel named her son in her deathbed Ben-Oni, which means son of my sorrow. She knew she was probably dying, and she named him the son of my sorrow. But the only, the only one that Israel names in his family is, is Benjamin, and he renames him from Ben-Oni, to from son of my sorrow to son of my right hand. So it's important because the men usually didn't name the babies, <laughs> the women did. And you know what? When I think back, most of the women today name their children. <laughs> you know, not all of them, but some of them. You know why? Because they are the ones that labor hard for this child. You got to believe them. Okay, I got to give that to them. 
And then we see also as we move into verse 27 through 29, we see that Isaac dies. Okay, Isaac died. He was 180 years old. He's still alive when Jacob comes back or Israel comes back to the promised land. He's still alive. Remember, he was on his deathbed when, when Jacob left, when he fleed from Esau. And Esau was, as soon as my dad dies, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill Jacob. But God kept Isaac alive for at least 20 more years. You know, so that really one of the reasons why Esau didn't chase him down was dad was still alive. You see, God's protection of the family here, the bloodline that's going to lead, lead up to Messiah. And you know, let me read those last two verses and we'll end it. Then Jacob came to his father, Isaac, at Mernie, or care Jath Arba, that is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had dwelt. Now the days of Isaac were 180 years. So Isaac breathed his last and died and was gathered to his people, being an old man full of days. And his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. So there we are. We know that Jacob inherited the birthright, and rightly so, because he's the spiritual son. Esau was a, was a carnal man, a fleshly man, and had no biblical or any, any uh, spiritual insight whatsoever. He was a man of the earth, and Jacob, you know, wrestling with God, became a man that is governed by God. And I hope all of you men and women out there and children I hope you I hope the last part of your name says Israel governed by God. Joe Israel governed by God. Matt Israel governed by God. Brian Israel governed by God. On Israel governed by God. Marilyn Israel governed by God. Liz Israel governed by God. All of us in this church and online, may your name be governed by God on the last part of your name. And to God be the glory. And remember, remember the ingredients for salvation, for, for revival in your own heart. Repent, confess, arise, go and tell, perform the fruits of righteousness, and remember God's faithfulness to you all the days of your life. And forsake your sin. That means turn away. Don't do it anymore. And you will be saved as you confess your sins and believe on the blood of Christ who saves you. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. His name is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So call upon him and you shall be saved. To God be the glory. I love you all. Let's pray. Father, tonight I pray that your Holy Spirit takes your word, drives it into our heart, into our mind, into our soul. Let our ears hear exactly what the Holy Spirit says to us and let him help us apply what we learn to our lives that we too might be governed by God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you, church, and I love you all. The altar's always open. You can always come up here.